Welcome to the Less Doing Podcast, where you will learn how to start living more by doing less. Let me help you optimize, automate, and outsource your entire life so you can focus on doing the things you love. Now here's your host, Ari Mizell. So today I'm talking to Hanny Mora, who is a softwarepreneur. And one of the reasons I wanted to have him on the show is, A, I use, um, I think, everything he's ever made. And also, uh, it just, this this kind of business model is always interesting to me because I feel like, and I don't want to put words in in Hanny's mouth, but I, I feel like this is one of those perfect examples of scratching your own itch and then creating a product out of it. Now, maybe wrong, but we'll see. So, Hanny, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me. Oh, my pleasure, Ari. I'm glad to be here. So, well, am I right, first of all? Is that where a lot of this stuff came from? Exactly. You nailed it. You nailed it. So, let's let's tell people what some... Uh, well, actually, I, 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 I'm so excited about this, so I'll just do it for you. Uh, so, one of the things, uh, one of the tools that, that Hanny made is called Repurpose.io, and I, I actually created an entire content recirculation process out of this. And what it basically does, it allows you to create these conduits between uh, things like Facebook videos or YouTube or your Libsyn podcast and pretty much go between the two. And one of the areas where this is particularly impressive is Facebook, which is notoriously closed and hard to automate. So um, I basically have been able, with this one tool from Hanny, I've been able to create a process whereby people can record one video and effectively get a month's worth of content out of it. So... Uh, let's start there, Hanny, with, with repurpose. Uh, and without, you don't have to get too technical, but how did you like pierce the veil of Facebook? Yeah, no, I mean, everything we do on Facebook is totally legit in terms of like, you know, no funny business or hacking is they're all using their APIs and doing things all legit. But the how it all started is because I'm always been an automation guy and just being in the space, podcasting and live streaming for about four and a half, five years now. And people just kept asking, like, how do I automate the tedious tasks of like downloading Facebook videos and yeah. converting them to audios and all that upload to YouTube? Just tedious, not really productive stuff, you know, stuff that's not not good use of your time. And, and I've always been doing automation software for like four and a half years now and then repurpose my latest. And it just kind of complements all the other tools that I've built in the past. And it it's all based on, honestly, all based on true user feedback, podcasters and live streamers. That's what they wanted. They wanted to distribute content to different channels and to automate that stuff. So uh, what? let's talk about some of your other some of the other products. What was the first one that you created? Was it Simple Podcast Press? No, actually, there was one before that. It's funny. Most people know, heard of me through Simple Podcast Press. But the first one, the one I really used to scratch my own itch was called Simple Video Press. And it was, I was, a, I had a blog and doing a lot of YouTube videos and I hated the fact that I had to go into my blog, make an, make a new post, copy the embed code from YouTube, put the title, put the description. I hated that task that every time I put a video on YouTube, I had to go make a blog post that corresponds to it. Um, so I automated that. I did that for myself. I wrote a little plugin, got some help from a contractor to help me build it. And then I showed it to a few people and then just kind of latched onto a business partner who helped me promote it. And that's how I got into the space. That was Simple Video Press back probably five years ago now. Okay, so there's a couple of things I want to unpack there for people. So you just described like, okay, do a video and then I got to go to WordPress. A lot of people I feel like who are not in this space would say that and be like, yeah, but that just takes like three minutes to do that, right? <laughs> but it, 
It's exactly. But if you're doing videos every day, every couple of days or once a week, and that's, that's just one step, right? That's just going from YouTube to your blog. And then what about the Facebook lives? What about your podcast? So that's how the other plugins evolved. There's that simple podcast press evolved because people were saying, hey, take this concept you did for the, the YouTube to WordPress. I want my podcast to go to WordPress and I want a nice looking audio player to go along with it. Like, Okay, we did that. And Facebook Live came and I was like, all right, let's automate making blog posts out of Facebook Lives. And then we took it one step further. We said, hey, why don't we take in all the comments as well and have them show up as comments on your blog? Because that's one big pain point is you make a blog post and nobody comments on it. So we pull in all the comments from Facebook. We put them as comments on your blog. So it's all this stuff happened because of really users having real problems and helping them automate those tedious steps. Yeah. And and that I think, again, it's a mindset thing for people to understand, like, yeah, it might take a couple minutes, but you're probably doing it many, many times a day. And then also, there's most likely going to be a time when you make a mistake, right? Because you're not really paying attention or like you've just done it so many times that you just forget that one click. And, you know, no one's going to die, obviously. But why miss out on these things when you can have something that works this way? There's a, there's a Japanese concept called Kodawari, which is basically like, it's essentially like your level of attention to detail for the pure joy, in some cases, of accomplishing those details. So I talked about this the other day, how I'm happy to spend 10 minutes to save 30 seconds in a process because that adds up and it you know, comes out of that, right? So um, I feel like you get that. Yeah, and it's also like knowing that you have to do it may demotivate you from actually creating the content. Like knowing that you had this big checklist of upload here, download here, make a blog post. You're like, oh man, like, I don't, it's already hard enough to make the content. That's the, that's the joy, that's the value that you want to give to the world. But these having this big, long checklist of manual things to do after may demo, demotivate you from actually creating the content or, or that, that you procrastinate so you don't actually create the content in the first place or delay it. So it just it, it frees your mind. It's really a mindset. You free your mind knowing you just create the content, focus on that, put all your heart and soul into the content, which is the most important thing. And the rest will be automated for you or you know semi-automated or automated. It depends on your comfort level. Well, and so what... Uh, what's some of the things that you're working on next? Yeah, so basically after the WordPress plugin space, we we built Repurpose about, a, I want to say, a year and a half ago now. And that Repurpose is kind of taking content from one platform to another, like from Facebook to a YouTube or audio podcast to YouTube. So um, it's not a WordPress plugin. It's a completely standalone platform, which is awesome because it allows us to add more and more connections add more and more integrations and that's what we're focusing on repurpose so repurpose kind of the the platform that we're expanding more and more we're adding other connections like twitter we're adding connect things like create audio snippets automatically for you for your audio podcast when you want to send them as videos oh my god really Uh, looking at integrating transcription services so that you can get your audios or and or videos automatically transcribed and maybe get a google doc file or text file in your uh, you know Google Drive for example there's so many possibilities cuz repurpose is not it's it's a connector tool it allows you to connect services together to automate and it's focused 100% on content creators podcasters and live streamers primarily so that and I think that's an important distinction too for people cuz I always describe things like Zapier as like the, the mm-hmm. duct tape in some ways between different things but this is different you know really you are as, as you're creating this conduit in some ways so uh, and I think that people have to understand that so that they can sort of visualize how they would use these things. 
Yes, and it, it is ex exactly designed for content creators. Like Zapier is an amazing tool, and you know it, can, it allows, you, allows you to connect different platforms together. But this has the abilities to convert audios to videos, uh, videos to audios, add intros and outros automatically, um, and upload them to different platforms. So it's actually not sharing. It's not like a Hootsuite where it shares a link from one platform to the other. It's a native. It's a full video upload from one platform to the other. Because especially when you go into Facebook, Facebook wants that video native on their platform, and that's what we do. So, what about in your own business? What like how how are you growing? Like, what are some of the challenges you're facing as a softwarepreneur? Um, in the beginning, it was man, basically well. When I first got started, it was just confidence. To be honest with you, like I've always been a software guy, I love video guy, uh, and just like building my own software. I'm like, what if nobody wants it? What if nobody likes it? What if nobody has this need? So once I got over that obstacle, I, and to get over that, I had to do. I did it with a business partner, and I don't like. It was a great experience for me um, because I got a lot of exposure very quickly to an audience I didn't have, and uh, but I learned a lot of lessons in terms of you know how do you support a product and support's very very important. Like I focus a lot on support and hiring the right support people because that's what you know the customer experience when there's a problem. That's when you really want to be there for them. Um, so those were those were like lessons learned from the beginning is make sure we put a lot of effort and support. And then, uh, you know, when you're building a product, I got to balance my time between, you know, I'm a technical guy, but I'm also, no, I'm, I'm not the best coder in the world. Like I understand and read documentations and APIs and I, I geek out on that stuff. And I love knowing what I can do, connecting things together, but I knew that I couldn't code at all. I would never get done. So, you know, working with a team, growing, growing the team from one to two to three developers and just, that process is a lot of learning and just knowing that you have to just use your skills that you're good at and trust in the team, build a team and trust in the team to, to back you up in the process. And as you continue to grow now, what's the, like the most pressing need for you? Uh, for me right now, I mean, I just, I want to, I'm slowly, I'm, I'm literally focusing on growing the team right now and auto and systemizing things so I can focus on growing the business side of it. And a lot of the, the growth from repurpose was just organic, just referrals, people talking about it, uh, doing podcast interviews, uh, you know, doing live streams with customers and friends and just sharing organic growth. But I haven't really done any, you know, serious, you know, uh, funnels or you know, even like Facebook ads. I haven't done anything heavy, heavy marketing. And you know, I do want to get into that to give that another spike, but it's growing in a good solid rate uh, just organically. So my focus now, the past few months, is just growing this team, putting systems in place so I can step away from the technical, the more the day-to-day -day stuff, and focus on growing the business side of it. And I'm very technical-minded, so I'm going to have a lot to learn on the business side and the marketing side, but I'm excited. Like I like I like talking about the product, and I like sharing it with others, and such like, you know, this podcast interview here, it's, um, you know, stepping away from the technical side is hard for me, but... I'm not obviously not going to be disconnected totally because I love it, but I do I need to need to grow the business, and that's something that it's an internal struggle, right? <laughs> I always tend to lean back to the stuff that I enjoy doing, like geeking out on the technical stuff. But I am uh, slowly, slowly doing less of that and more and more, and you know, focusing on growth of the of the business. Well, that I mean, I think that's an important thing to talk about for a second because that that's that's a question that comes up a lot with people is you know how much basically time how how should I divide my time between generating revenue and perfecting processes, right? And as somebody who's building something that, you know, makes processes more effective, 
it's like a doubly difficult thing. And I, and I see that as well. So do you, how do you stop yourself from like going down a rabbit hole with that kind of stuff? Like, Oh, I want to, you know, I want to automate this thing. So I'm just, and then like six hours later, you've, you've done it, but like nothing else happened. Exactly. It's, it's tough. And what I do is, I mean, I, I just, I just tell myself like, okay, I got to trust my team that I've hired. I've, and A, they don't know, if they don't know how to do it. I need to invest time in writing the procedure for it. Even though that will, might be faster for me to actually do it, whatever it is I need to do. But if I do it, then I have to do it again next time. I do it again next time. But if I write the procedure once, invest in time, and then have somebody read that document, train them on how to do it, then I know I invested a lot more time in the beginning, but I know I'd never have to deal with that particular thing again. And that's what I'm, it's like, you just got to talk to yourself. You got to talk yourself out of it. <laughs> Say, okay, this is a one-time investment versus being stuck doing this thing over and over again. Um, because it's, you know, like you said, time is a limited thing. You can't create time, right? So you create extra money and grow your business so you can afford to pay people so you can have the time to do what you need to do. And so, yeah, it's, it's more of, to me, it's just, I'm, I'm still early on. I just started this about a month or so ago, really focusing myself, but it's really talking to yourself, just talking yourself out of it saying, okay, I should do this. Wait a second. No, no, I should write a procedure to do this and hand it off to support guy so he knows how to do deal with this scenario going forward so what are your top three pieces of advice for people to be more effective and you can interpret that however you like yeah to be more effective um let me talk for people who are in in kind of business of of how or how people who create content i'll give one example if you're creating content for any kind of business any whether it's talking to your audience podcasts like whatever it is that you're doing focus on the content deliver value to your customers. That's what it's all about. Everything else is secondary in terms of, uh, you know, downloading, uploading, hire a team, get a piece of software, whatever it is that you need to do. Fo get your energy. Like, energy is something that's hard to quantify. Like your focus on energy, focus it on content. If that's part of your business and marketing strategy, don't focus it on the upload, download, distribution stuff because that can be outsourced, automated through software, whatever you're comfortable with. So energy is something, if you're in a zone, focus on content. Um, for me, being more productive, I used to do big, big to-do lists every day. I get Before I go to bed, I make, all right, my to-do list for tomorrow is this, 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 this. And I'm excited, I'm excited. And then I get up in the morning, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm overwhelmed. There's no way I can get all this done. So pick one thing. <laughs> I would tell myself, pick the one thing. This is your to-do for today. And then one or two secondary things. If I get If I get this one thing done, then I will tackle this next one or two things. And the last thing is shut your email and Facebook <laughs> off. That's what I've been doing. Just do not disturb mode on my laptop and on my phone and just get away from the habit of, I used to always just check Facebook. Just when I want to just take a break, just check Facebook. And then you go down this rabbit hole because somebody messages you and then you get stuck and you just, you distract yourself. So don't even fire off Facebook or emails, obviously during kind of your your core working hours or your where your brain is working the best or most effectively and uh, just just do your thing just it, it's a habit something you have to develop i'm still i'm not i'm not gonna lie I, I break my habits i'm still working on it but um it's something that i'm trying to like be aware of when i do it and just catch myself and talk myself out of it and shut down the email and the facebook and just focus on that one thing i need to get done for that day well one of the things that this allows you to do 
why does automation obviously is not have to look at these platforms? You know, like I don't have to go to YouTube anymore because of repurpose. So that's uh, that's huge. So well, uh, Hanny, that's this is awesome. Thank you. I love every product you make, and I can't wait to see what comes out of the development with repurpose in the future. Tell people where they can find out. What's the best place to find out about all your products and more about you? Uh, yeah, you can head on over to Hanny Mora. That's H-A-N-I-M-O-U-R-R-A.com. And you can hook up with me on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter. I got a blog over there, but also got a list of products that I've been working on. It's just a simple one page thing, but it helps people kind of find me on what I'm up to basically and uh, different podcast episodes and uh, more important, all different products that I've been working on. And uh, yeah, I mean, people just focus. I, I talk, I would talk a lot to content creators, focus on your content, outsource, automate, whatever it is, the rest of it, because it's not a good use of your time to be doing it yourself. Awesome. Well, again, Annie, thank you. This has been great. And I uh, appreciate everything you make. All right, Ari, my pleasure. Thank you for having me here. Thanks for listening to the Less Doing Podcast. If you'd like to get more done in less time, join our exclusive community of entrepreneurs and visionaries, the Less Doing Labs. It's free and just for you. Go to lessdoinglabs.com slash more done.